Welcome, everybody, to episode number 46 of this amazing podcast called Unique Views, soon to be The Haters. Don't get confused. Don't get it twisted. And you know what? I want to welcome a couple of people to this podcast. And you know what, Stephen? The people that I'm welcoming here, guess what? what? It's kind of like the stuff we talk about on the podcast. Like, isn't that just so, like, amazing? They're random? Yeah. <laughs> it's not random. Okay. It's like a table of contents, okay. if you will. Um, but I would love to welcome to episode 46, Rihanna's Love Handles, LeBron James's Rap Career, and the full <laughs> entire black-ass cast of Queen Sugar. Most specifically, hey. the cougar, who is Aunt Vi, a.k.a. Tina Lifford, our new best friend. Welcome to episode 46. <sighs> My future baby mama you're talking about. That, you know what, because Tina might listen to this and we love her, I'm not going to make the joke that I was going to make. I love you, Tina. <laughs> I love you so much. Tina, we <laughs> love, love you. so you. much, you don't even know. So, <laughs> obviously... Um, we're not just obsessed with Queen Sugar, but we have an interview with Tina Lifford that we're going to give to you guys at the end of the show. But just know, like, I know me and Steven talk about, like, some of our favorite interviews and we gush over some of the people, but, like, Tina is tops. She Changed she did my what life. she had to do. She came in and she interviewed and she conquered. Yeah, she was really, really dope. Really dope. So do your whole, who are you, by the way? Oh, gosh, you're so right. I'm Danielle Young, a.k.a. Young Patty Patty. La Danielle, not only am I the diva of this show, but I'm in the entire brains and brawn and beauty of the whole podcast. And I'm Sorry, joined Katita. I'm joined by my sidekick who rides in that little sidecar. Like if we That's if right. we were in a motorcycle, he would be in that little sidecar thingy. <laughs> like a boss. <laughs> like a boss. In a fur coat. Like a, can you ride in a sidecar like a boss? I don't in a fur coat. Just, yes, you can. I don't think so. But your name is what this episode, Stephen A. Crockett Jr. the third. Uh, Stephen A. Crockett Jr. the third, but I prefer to be called Mr. Tina. <laughs> Mr. Tina Lifford in the building. Mr. Tina Lifford. You love a cougar. Uh, Have you ever so dated she a cougar? My life, and that's not even a um, that's not even an uh, overstatement. No, she like, really did. Like she really does. She has this whole life coaching business essentially just a great um, energy that she calls what does she call it something fitness she Life called herself like an inner 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 spiritual healer or something inner, something along inner, the lines inner of fitness like, that's what it's it is not quite a life inner, coach but it's like it's inner fitness expert inner fitness expert which and is it a beautiful was, thing uh, because i've like we've talked about this before but i've taken life courses and a lot of the time the coaches um that i've dealt with talk about you know, this kind of work being a muscle. And, you know, like when you work out right. in the gym, you obviously get buffer the more you go. And the more you work it out, the more fit you are. And they, they talk about it in the same way of, you know, the insides of yourself. Like if you're working on these parts of yourself and tapping into, you know, what it takes to live your best life and all that on a normal basis, you work that muscle and it becomes like a part of your life. And you don't realize how important it is until you go through work like this. And yeah. I think Tina is it, on her way to, like, really, and this is going to sound hyper, hyperbolic, but, like, she's literally on her way to changing the world because there's not a lot of people who dig into that life coaching type work who who at least deserve to be there. Like, Tina is like, I want her to please teach me the ways of life. She is phenomenal, and I also want to date her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Stephen. I don't. 
know Steven how that's going to work. was trying to act like well, he wasn't with it during men. the interview. But let me tell you, he was into it. <laughs> it took a turn. <laughs> he was into it at the end. By the end of the interview, you you will see that Tina totally was in love with Steve. Let's just know, listen, listen, my charm doesn't work on anyone, okay? It never has worked on Danielle, which is part of the reason she hates me. So it wholeheartedly. It really doesn't work on a lot of people, but when it does, watch, watch out. out. Every woman watch over 50. <laughs> but <sighs> anyways. I love you, Tina. I love you. Shut up. You guys make sure you keep listening despite Steven's thirst because the interview will be at the end of the episode. But Steven, like a lot of things were going on last week and it was just such a heavy week, especially with white supremacy showing its ass and so forth. This week, we're trying to like have a lighter, a lighter life, you know? What's happening? Is that Alexa? Uh-oh. Yeah, I can't live with Alexa in my house just talking to me like that. I know. Like, what the fuck? Uh, okay, good. All right. I'm all set. Steven, what the hell yeah. are you hating on this week? Like, what's going on in your life? You know what? And it's messed up because Kevin Durant's going to be caught in this. But so I'm hating on LeBron James' rap career. Oh, the, yes. Uh, audio was released from 2011 of LeBron James and Kevin Durant rapping. And Kevin Durant sounded okay, but LeBron James sounded, he sounds like when your dad tries to rap. Oh, God. It just was Dad, horrible. get so, out of here. <laughs> I just hate, just hate every, like, every person that tries to rap that doesn't really know how to rap but thinks that they're trying to rap thinks that they sound like Jay-Z in yeah, their head. Yeah, because the music hypes you up. Like, have you ever seen right. the viral clip of this guy? I think he's either Australian or English, but it's a white guy. And he's like, he has his headphones on and he's like singing, like kind of singing along with the music. And it's like, good. And it's like, this is what you think you sound like. And then it's like, this is what's really going on. And he's like in the middle of Walmart, like, oh! Exactly. Whenever someone who doesn't know how to rap tries to rap, they always end up sounding like Curtis Blow. They enunciate their words way too hard. Like everything is just way too ridiculous. It's just... It's so much. So ridiculous. It's too much. It's so ridiculous. Let me. So I hate all basketball players that try to be rappers. And and as Tina pointed out before we went to recording, uh, also animated cartoons. Rappers love being animated (laughs) cartoons. Shout out to Kanye showing up on the Cleveland show. I find hilarious. It's amazing. But honestly, if people were making cartoons and I was a celebrity, I would just expect that I would have myself be made into a cartoon too. Like you can't right, just right, right. not ask me. <laughs> like it'd be a given. Right. But Steven, honestly, can we just um, play the clip for the people? It ain't easy on the path I'm on, but put the world on my back because I'm that strong. Long journey I've been on from the very start. And the way I die off with this iron heart. It's the kid King James. Acting three three zero. Let's get them. So that sounded um, amazing. Huh? <laughs> it's like LeBron's tongue died in the in his mouth. It's like he it just gave it's up. Like he doesn't really have a tongue. It's, it's yes, just, it's just teeth and lips. Like 
going to town. Yes. <laughs> Trying hard. Teeth and lips. So that guy, but wait, here's the kicker. That guy is willing to release the entire rap if we if he gets one million retweets <laughs> and no one And everybody cares. was like, Nope. <laughs> yeah. So far not retweeting that. <laughs> So, so I have a question for you from our amazing sound engineer and producer extraordinaire, okay. Chiquita. She okay. said or asked, would you rather have to listen to LeBron rap every day for the rest okay. of your life or okay. wear a locket with a close-up picture of Shaq's toes every day? And oh. I'm going to add to that. You always have to explain your locket to everyone you meet. And, and what would I? What's the explanation? You would have to I say these are put, Shaquille O'Neal's toes, and I love them so much. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. So every song I hear sounds like LeBron James is rapping it. No, you have no. Basically, <laughs> like you can't even. I, we're switching this up because she said that you would have to listen to him rap every day. But I like right. the fact that every song that you would ever play again for the rest of your life sounds like LeBron rapping. Right, so I would play like a in the style song, of the song. It would sound like LeBron is rapping it. In the style of the song. <laughs> right. Okay. So I would go with a Shaq foot locket. <laughs> Shaq foot locket. <laughs> oh, that's so yo. Shaq's toes. I still close can't up. believe he showed his feet on t- that. Sh- uh, Shaq looks like his toes would just have a tragic backstory. Uh, I mean, Jess, you figured that much money, man. You would do... No, because LeBron's I toes just, are just as bad. I know. That's just... Honestly, because at least, Shaq, like, at least Shaq's just... toes, they look prehistoric, but at least they don't go in all the different directions that uh, LeBron's goes in. Fair enough. Like, LeBron's enough. toe is, like, over there. Like the right. like it is really connected to those toes. Like he knows them, but he don't know them. Know them. <laughs> like those toes are over there. <laughs> they are over there. So Stephen, like it's totally disgusting that you would rather wear a, a foot locket from Shaq and let people know that you love his toes. But you know, do do. there's certain music that I would miss if I had to listen to LeBron for the rest of my life. So I feel you. <laughs> like I would totally, I would totally miss a lot of music. And speaking of music, like I would, I would miss Rihanna's music. And that actually happens to be a part of what I'm hating on this week. And no, I will never in my life hate on Rihanna. It's not what I do. She could do no wrong. I am hating on Rihanna's fat shamers who are just ridiculous humans who need attention. Um, because are evidently, they all white guys? I have a feeling that they're all bruhs named Chad. Yeah. Yeah. Like, because no black man looks at that and goes, <laughs> literally, yeah, I every. Hate that. I, yeah. I hate those thighs. Right, exactly. Like, come on. Every come black on. man I know, at least through Facebook, has <laughs> done nothing but praise. Rihanna's weight gain and I say weight gain with quotes because we all know that Rihanna is nothing if not a picture of perfection and she I think probably is usually in between a size zero and a size four in her normal life and there's been times where Rihanna has gained weight like when she used to wear the the real real red hair 
Right. Um, she was a little chunkier then. But even then, Rihanna's probably a size six. <laughs> like, not tops. Not tops. tops. Not, a, not a 12, not a 14, not a right. 24, none of that. Basically and not a real woman's size. Basically, yeah. And she's, she's right. thin. And so I get, I get it. As someone who is typically thin and is the pillar of, of beauty in, a, in the world, Rihanna is looked at under a microscope. And, yes, yeah, she has gained a little weight, but she is in no way fat. And it's just it's disturbing to me. And I don't want to give these websites or these people credit so there will be no naming. But certain sites were writing pieces that were like, is Rihanna making fat the new trend? And it's like, right. okay, way too far. I'm gonna like, name. I'm gonna <laughs> name the website. People magazine. <laughs> like, is that really? It? Is that one of them? It's probably. You know, it probably is. Life um, and style. It's any of those shitty <laughs> magazines you purchase at the grocery but the, store. But no, the funniest thing about it is that you would think it would be them, but one of the biggest um, critics was a sports site. Oh fuck them! They don't. They don't know. Those Which I thought that, that was just bros with their Wrangler jeeps and their you goddamn. You don't get to hats. say that. They don't know anything. But Rihanna, being Rihanna, the clapback princess, book, she's book. always <laughs> book, book, book. She's <laughs> always I just ready. Got something. Get no, me really, out of here. That's me shooting everything. Right. Rihanna has no fucks to give, and she will clap back to you. You cannot drag bad gal Riri. So she put on her Instagram a, <laughs> a um, side-by-side photo of Gucci Mane. One right. with Gucci Mane with a gut, and the other is Gucci Mane all fit and trim with some sunglasses on. Right. And it said, if you can't handle me at my 2007 Gucci Mane, you don't deserve me at my 2017 Gucci Mane. Exactly. Tell him, Rihanna. Exactly. I'm kind of not sure what that means, but tell him, Rihanna. Oh, God. I love her. I love her so much. I love her. Rihanna, if you're listening, I'm with Tina now. (laughs) But soon. should anything happen, I'm there for you. You let me know. I think she listens to our podcast. I'm pretty sure she does. I'm pretty sure she does. (laughs) That that bad girl Riri. That she listens to the (laughs) podcast. Is it time for the Let's let's take a break. <laughs> and and we're going to jump into a little uh gospel by Tyree. This is the part where the ad would go if we had money. When we get some Not only are we back, but guess what time it is? Jill, it is time for a little spiritual healing, a little spiritual uplifting, a little gospel, if you will. According to our friend Tyrese. What you got today? So today, my brother, we are digging in one of our favorite books, the book of Instagram, which is probably the only book in Tyrese's (laughs) Bible. It really is. 
to be really honest. is the only book. We're going from the to the book of Instagram. We're we're gonna dig into a little lesson about praying mm-hmm. and family Amen. and just life. Okay, my brother. And we're gonna dig into chapter six, verse five. All right. All when right. you turn to that in your books, let me hear you say amen. Amen. All right, brothers and sisters, this one is a bit of a long verse, so you bear with me now. Now look at your neighbor and say, neighbor. Neighbor. I really don't want to hear this, but I'm going to listen. <laughs> oh, that passes crazy. Easy cut, yeah. And then look at your neighbor and grab your neighbor. Grab and say, your neighbor. Neighbor. I'm never letting go. Unclean. <laughs> All right, Stephen, close your shack, foot locket. Let's go. All right, let's do it. <clears throat> this is my prayer for you. Hear me out, okay? Mm-hmm. This is actually a part of the verse, brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. People these days would rather suffer than to step into their own individuality. Alone time forces you to mature and grow up and help you to realize what actually makes sense for your life your career, friends, and yes, family, who, if allowed, is the most toxic at times. Self-talking, being able to compartmentalize your feelings about open and unresolved personal issues, it's real out here. And you will continue to suffer if you don't stand still and allow for yourself to grow through what you have gone through. Amen. See, and this is, I don't know who this is, brothers and sisters. Sometimes the, the, the book of Instagram leads us astray. But if you know what this is, say amen. Shen, spelled S-H-E-N. Shen, you go through it, you will feel better. <laughs> I'm sorry. Shen, you go through it, you will feel the electricity and energy in, in and over your life. And it's a blessing. Have you ever asked yourself, why do you always have to be around energy and people? Mm. Of. (laughs) I'm sorry. This is so grammatically horrible. Um, (laughs) Have you ever been. I'm sorry. Have you ever asked yourself, why do you always have to be around energy and people of always drunk or high? What are those thoughts and feelings that creep up on you when you're alone? childhood <laughs> or, or maybe you should fill in the blanks Teresa's <laughs> a hallucinogenic once, <laughs> once God delivers you from those habits those people and God will reveal things to you and only you that has your name on it oh God this is <laughs> we should read from the book wait. of Rob Kardashian <laughs> <laughs> wait let me finish this is the last sentence Oh, my God. Let's listen to this, Stephen, closely. Okay. Let's puss the devil off. What? <laughs> I'm pretty sure he meant yes. piss. Yes, yes, I'm pretty sure he meant piss. Let's puss the devil off, Tyree. It's Tyree's name we pray. Oh, my God. Let's puss the devil off. And and and, off. and brothers and sisters. This is a congregation. This is a sharing congregation. So in the words of Brother Tyrese, I want you to tag five people who need to see this. 
I can't, but let's puss the devil off is my new favorite saying. Listen, I Tyrese is a gem. He is a jewel. He's one of America's most misunderstood secrets. He's really, he he's is. just an enigma wrapped inside of a chocolate uh, model, basically. He is. He's, he's just so threat. many things. He might be and a I worry at this point. I worry, yeah. And I just want Tyrese in general, sir, if you're listening, listen hard. If harder. you're listening. Please stop sharing these baby boy two images from somebody on Instagram who decided to use pictures of Taraji from her last Tyler Perry movie. Oh my God. <laughs> Tyrese, I just want I want him to do better. Please stop. Want, Baby Boy to, Two is not happening. To, John Singleton has not said anything. Taraji would never. Would never. Not ever. And it's just it even yeah. Ving Rames is like, sir, I'm good. Oh my God. All right, what else we got? Because I want to get to my baby mama. I think, you know what? We're in a good place. I feel like... This is the part where the ad would go. Let's take a break. <laughs> We're just going to take a bunch of breaks at all times. back everybody as promised there is an interview coming with tina lifford from queen sugar who plays aunt vi who is everybody's favorite cougar like everybody including steven who doesn't even watch the show but now he's in love with tina lifford i'm just i'm so in awe steven that somebody broke through your hard shell of a heart I know, I know. But you know what it was, and this—I know when we have a good interview because this happens, right? We both just get really quiet, like we just get very quiet, and we just like like, really if we don't move, and it feels like, and it only happens with a few people. And I don't want our other guests to feel sad by naming them, but like Johnny Gill was one. Yes, it's just when we encounter very real people who have a very real message. Exactly. Um, I also think that, that Quinta B had a lot of good stuff for us when we talked she to her. She did. She um, did. When she was Which just, like, we're saying this about, so that you guys can go huh? back and listen. We're we're saying this so that you guys can go back and listen. Right. The whole point is that you gotta listen to but there's times when we when we're interviewing and we're like not trying to think of another question or not like we really just get lost in the interview <clears throat> and that happened this time. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree. Tina is like I need to bring her my life questions. Like, I was going to ask Steven some advice, but, like, I don't think I need it. <laughs> I'm just going right. like, I'm I'm to wait until I connect with Tina at the Essence Festival this year. I'm so and jealous that that's even a thing. Yeah, man. I just, I know, you know super annoyed. Super annoyed. Parlayed our interview into a chat and hangout session with our <sighs> new favorite girl. Y'all have to FaceTime me. Ugh. we'll think about it but you guys please give this a listen so not only do we talk about life and cougar habits 
and the steamy on on screen chemistry test between uh, Aunt Vi and oh, yeah, Hollywood. Yeah, which was a really good story. But we also play Mary Fuck or Kill with Tina, but we had to change the wording because Tina doesn't do marriage and Tina doesn't do killings. So <laughs> we changed Tina it up. Will absolutely fuck. Like, Tina will fuck. She she, <laughs> she made, made that, that clear. no the mystery whatsoever. We were like, whoa, hey. She was like, but I'll fuck though. Yeah, so we right, have we right. have love fuck or slap with Tina Lifford. And there's there's some interesting stuff that happens in there, including a flirt session with Stephen A. Crockett Jr. the third. Right. I don't think she knows what you look like. Her. I have that like. habit. Hi, this is Tina. Hi, Tina. Hi, Tina. <laughs> How are you? I'm, I'm sorry, great. Tina. I, I'm I'm sorry that you had to hear us both at the same time. We have a contractual understanding that I go first. So if we could just try that again, Danielle. <laughs> Hi, Tina. Listen to him. I love that. He's the worst. I always speak to our guests first, so I apologize. Let's not encourage him. (laughs) I am Danielle Young, um, and this is Steven, the bully, who uh, we make up the Root podcast, official podcast for the Root, called The Haters. And obviously we hate each other, but (laughs) the news is we love you. But but, but, but you all hate each other in the way that only black folks can, you know? (laughs) I had to explain your whole relationship with Omar Dorsey's character, and he was just, like, not having it. (laughs) So so are you you telling me, Stephen, are you telling me that you have not seen the show? Tell them. Tell them that I have Listen, she did this. She set me up right now. I just want you to know that. This is where our hate comes from. This is exactly where our hate stems from. But no, I've not seen the show, but I will say this. I will say this before, and we'll get into this as well. I was a huge, huge fan of South Central, and I felt like it was taken off the air way too early, and I wanted to talk to you about that. It never got a chance to find its audience. I also feel like it was ahead of its time. So I'm plugged mm-hmm. in. I'm just not plugged in. <laughs> I'm just yeah. not well, plugged I, in I will tell sugar. you, I actually, Stephen, that will actually be a great part of our interview because okay, I, do, I do feel that the two things um, are related in an interesting way. Awesome. Awesome. Okay, well, then, yo, go ahead. About, no, let's go ahead and talk about that because I'm interested too um, to see how it comes full circle with everything that you're doing now. So, Stephen, let's talk about South Central. Okay, so my so South Central. Here's what's crazy about South Central. South Central, on the heels of of the movie's success, Fox then decided to put out a television show surrounding a black family that lived in South Central, and it was a comedy drama that I feel like would do well now. But it just, yes. I feel like, was so ahead of its time with the issues they were touching on, with the support. Uh, like, yeah. just, the, just the general and, – and the other interesting part that I think is, is also awesome, uh, Mara Brock Ali uh, – uh, I'm sorry, um, Akil was one of the Akil. writers. And, mm-hmm. Yes, and Gina Prince by the Wood. I love um, both mm-hmm. of them. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, also – so, like, this is what oh, I mean. Wow. This is a show that was, like – Way ahead. Was a part of it. Yeah, it was like really, really far ahead, I think. It was in 94 that it came, right? Like 93, 94, yes. like somewhere yes. around that time? Yes. 
You're yeah, right. I remember because I was a, I was like a, a junior senior in high school. This is how long ago. So I know that y'all. That's a long time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, right. Hater. Right. I, I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you. This is an awesome, awesome show. So can you talk a little bit about how you got became involved with this show and and sort of what happened, what transpired from your end? Now, uh, we're talking about involved with South yeah, Central? Yeah, just with South Central. Or, yes. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Well, you know, we'll it, it, it's there. interesting. It's interesting um, that the way I came uh, to be involved with South Central is uh, a bit the way in which I came to be involved with, uh, with um, Queen Sugar. Mm. And meaning that, you know, when we are dreaming our dreams, of how to fulfill uh, a career, you know, or a passion. That's really the only thing we start with. And how to get there, the actual steps, you know, they, they wind up being different for everyone, and they morph. And before you know it, you've met someone or you've tripped across someone's path that just winds up being the, the door that, that opens up and leads you down the path that you want to go. Right. With South Central, I had been uh, used as a reader in um, the room with Michael Whitehorn, who was one of the executive producers uh, of South Central. I had been a reader for him when he was, um, when he was casting another series back then. And uh, it was a really wonderful opportunity for me because I got to see uh, what happens on the other side. You know, when when you're you're on the couch instead of just being the actress that comes in and auditions. And uh, I learned a lot because I was reading with the actors who would come in uh, and audition for the roles, right? And uh, quite often when that actor left the room, Michael would turn to me and say, you're so funny. You know, mm-hmm. I, I wasn't paying attention to, to that person. I was paying attention to you. And I said, mm-hmm. oh, Michael, I'm so sorry. I'll, I'll, I'll tone it down. He said, no, 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 it's perfect. So, <laughs> you know, uh, maybe a year later, maybe, you know, 18 months to two years later, I'm not real sure about the timeline. I get a phone call uh, from Michael Whitehorn saying, um, I just want you to know that I am uh, working on this series, this pilot, and I have you in mind for it. Hmm. And I chuckled and said, oh, that's very kind of you, Michael. And, you know, it was a quick conversation and hung up. Well, I, I, I didn't expect anything from it because, you know, People in Hollywood say things like that all day long, and there are projects being discussed, you know, every hour of the day that don't go anywhere. But this one went somewhere, and he did call me, and um, I I went in along with uh, a number of other fantastic actresses, uh, and for uh, reasons that, you know, just just belong to God, it wound up being my role. Hmm. Well, hmm. now we, now we, um, and I'm going to come back to how, you know, the role itself ties into Queen Sugar. But 
in terms of how I booked Queen Sugar, I am told that uh, Omar Dorsey, Omar J. Dorsey, who plays Hollywood, mm-hmm. he was actually one of the first people, or, or if not the first person, hired for the series Queen Sugar. And um, yeah, they, they were committed to him. Uh, Ava is a very loyal filmmaker. She likes to work with people uh, that she knows. She's, she, she has, um, I, I believe, I, we actually haven't had this conversation, but she seems to have, um, you know, her ensemble that she's building, not unlike uh, Woody Allen, you know. And, and so I am told that Omar had been auditioning uh, with actresses opposite potential buys for a number of months. They did not get to the name Tina Lifford until, you know, they had sort of exhausted um, where they thought they wanted to go. Ava was even considering making the role um, uh, for someone in their 40s because they weren't able to find what they wanted. And, 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 you know, I know that there are a ton of amazing actresses out there, but the reason it was challenging is because in Ava's mind and heart, Aunt Vi was representing a combination of, of her own mother, who is very vivacious. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, and I think that at some point, uh, and this, you know, uh, I, I've heard this. This has not come from the horse's mouth. But I think at one point, you know, Aunt Vi was possibly um, a role for, for Oprah, who, you know, huh. we all know is a billionaire, and I, I'm not real sure that she would have had time to do, you know, six months <laughs> in New Orleans like I'm doing. Right, but, right. Long, <laughs> you know, long story short, um. When I auditioned in January, they had been in the audi- in the in in the end of January, beginning of February. Actually, it was February. I auditioned in February. They had already gone through a number of actresses or seen a number of actresses. Mm. I am I go and audition, and uh, when I leave the casting office the first time, the thought that crossed my mind is. Uh, her, her name, the casting director's name is Aisha Coley. I say, Aisha is no more interested in me than the man than she is in the man in the movie, right? <laughs> I throw, I throw the sides, you know, the 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 the, the dialogue that I rehearsed from. Uh, I threw them away, mm. and lo and behold, I got a call asking me to come in on a Saturday to test with. Um, the 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 actor I would be playing opposite of, I didn't even know his name. He came lumbering down the hallway. I was the only person they brought in that Saturday, and I look up and I see this dark chocolate ball headed swag <laughs> coming down the hallway. Yes. And in my mind, I go, "Oh, this will be easy." You were like, "Yes." <laughs> having to drop everything and go test against 
women for a while, he was not happy that he was at Warner Brothers on a Saturday. And he he came into the audition, um, you know, not hiding his his irritation. He was on his phone being Hollywood, not Hollywood the character, but Hollywood the archetype, you know, of the busy Hollywood actor. And, um, and it wasn't until the, the uh, camera started to roll because they were taping it um, that he stopped being annoyed and became engaged. And I had asked him before we started the scene, I said, would you mind if I touch your head? And he said, do whatever you got to do. And by the time the audition was over, not only was I touching his head and kissing him on his bald head, he was rubbing my feet. And uh, <laughs> wait a minute, what kind of audition? <laughs> Hold on, what kind of audition is going on here? Young lady? <laughs> now, Tina. <laughs> you were like, well, I, I want to be a pedicure today, but <laughs> two birds and one stone. <laughs> I walked out of that audition and I am told that he called Ava and said, I think we found her. Ava yeah. watched the watched the um the test and said, Y'all had some steam and the rest is history. That is oh, not I like you. Love it. I love it. Yeah. I love it. And and Stephen, the way in which these two shows tie together is mm-hmm. that you are absolutely right. Queen, I mean, um, South Central was ahead of its time. And it was rich, you know. It was critically acclaimed, uh, but it got caught in the crossfires of a regime change over at 20th and just a bunch of political things. And it right. never right. fulfilled its potential. But right. what that show aimed to do, Queen Sugar is successfully doing as a drama and to have that sort of full circle because the thing that I loved about being uh, associated with South Central was that it was not just good television it was responsible television and it was it was honoring the African-American culture in a way that was um, not seen you know and and now South and now Queen Sugar does it brilliantly. You know, mm-hmm. Ava is Ava is a uh, lover of Black folks and right. um, committed to um, a- acknowledging mm-hmm. the beauty in our culture, no matter how um, challenging some of what is our walk is. Right. She's talking about incar- you know, mass incarceration. She is right. she is addressing um the hard issues and yeah, drug uh, addiction, it's, it's, mental health. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Well, I mean, I we have I've gotten so much and I feel like we've only asked one question and I'm like right. I have a million more. Choose wisely, Danielle. Choose no, wisely. so much pressure. Um, <laughs> um, well, do you feel, because you have had such a long and lustrous career, 
and there are so many roles that have been um, more available in almost this, this renaissance that we're finding ourselves in right now, especially with TV doing what it's doing. Like Queen Sugar is just a movie every single week, and it's amazing. So do you feel that as a black woman coming through Hollywood that you've been able to have roles that are, are more, I, I think, more well-rounded and less stereotypical? And do you think that there are, um, 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 do you think there are more roles? Well, you know, I, I don't, I, I, we don't have to think about that. We just need to turn the television on. Right. Right. And right. Um, that, that is quantifiable. There, there are more shows. There are, uh, the, the establishment um, has realized that African-Americans, uh, they are a big market and their attention um is the kind of attention that advertisers are wanting. And so mm -hmm. um, feeding the appetite of the African-American market is, is a good business. But, of course, you know, um, and, and Lord knows uh, Oprah Winfrey, with all of her uh, business brilliance, um, you, what it takes for a show to be a success, uh, there are so many more components involved with that financially than yeah. uh, I would guess you and I uh, know or, or understand at this point. So, you know, God bless Oprah and Ava um, and Warner Brothers because um, I'm sure that they are constantly working behind the scenes mm -hmm. so that Queen Sugar is not just a critical, um, critically acclaimed success, but that it really does meet the metrics necessary uh, in order to keep it on television because right. it really is show business. And if, you know, they're not making uh, the profit that they need or, or meeting the metrics that, that uh, allow this kind of expenditure, you know, Making a TV show on a weekly basis is a very, very expensive um, process. And so we have to understand and become, as, you know, those um, African-American filmmakers or, or filmmakers of color who are coming up uh, in today's world have to pay attention. They have to pay attention to yeah. the business so that, not only do they come up with amazing ideas, but they come up with amazing ideas uh, that are situated for the right outlet. Right. So that they, they, so that they have a chance, because nothing's guaranteed, but a chance at success. We are incredibly fortunate that 25, 30 years ago, Oprah Winfrey started doing the hard work you know, I call that, you know, the, 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 the heavy lifting that right. put her in a position to have a network where she could green light something as risky as Queen Sugar. Because without oh, Oprah, yeah. I don't think it would have happened. I agree. Because, I mean, look at Underground. This, and this is yeah. not even me being biased, but the show is really good. Really, really yeah. good. And for a show like that to 
not make it, it just kind of disheartens you to to being able to like express our not only our history but just our art. It's disheartening. Well, it 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 is, and you know we have to understand business exactly and 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 begin to um align our dreams as best we can with an understanding of business and even with that you might lose some of the best shows right because you you just there's so many there's so many components that go into a yay or a nay mm very true. Well, I mean, congratulations to you guys because you are making it and season two is coming and there's just so much more to dig into with Queen Sugar. And I know you can't give us anything, but what can we look forward to with with your character and her growth? Because I love Vi and she is like a voice of reason, but she was tripping a little bit at the end there with Hollywood. <laughs> She was tripping, yeah. I know. Well, here, 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 here's what I would like to ask you, Danielle. If, in fact, you had been with your man for mm. however long with absolutely no secrets, thinking yeah. that you knew him up one side and down the other and vice versa, and then he showed up with a wife with attorney at law <laughs> okay <laughs> all right not a not a not an ex-wife a wife current wife yes you know who was talking about a baby all right <laughs> so um you say Vi was tripping but Vi was just in her feelings and she was shocked that yeah. this man she never ever ever questioned in any way had something so uh, important mm. that he had not shared. And with that said, I will say <laughs> <laughs> there is no question that these two love one another. No. That's the part that, yeah, that's the part that's hard is that you know that they, not only do you know they love one another, you know they are a perfect fit. Yeah. So the question becomes, what will these two people do? What are the choices they will make? Mm -hmm. Will they be able to make the choices that support what they feel is right and sidestep hurt and ego and all of that other stuff? Right. And I, I want to know. Look, I, well, I'm dying here. I swear to God, if Hollywood don't pick up that damn phone, <laughs> <laughs> if you don't pick up by all oh, Lord Jesus. I and I know I'm not alone. I know right. fans love y'all. Fans love y'all. Yeah, you know it. It 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 is. It's really uh, it's really fun because here in New Orleans, uh, because New Orleans is um, also a character in Queen mm -hmm. Sugar. That's good, yeah. Uh, we we get a lot of love from um, you know uh, the citizens here, and um, people definitely they're connected to Queen Sugar. I mean, it's just a phenomenal uh, ride. It's it is it. Ava has done something 
um, you know, it, it's, it's been done in other places, but she actually has taken TV where TV is right this moment uh, and where, um, you know, black TV is, and she's got people leaning in mm-hmm. without any car crashes or, you know, without <laughs> any hyperbole. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She, she's got people leaning in um, by just sharing the simplicity, the simple truth of what we all experience every single day. Mm-hmm. I love that. Well, thank you for sharing love that. It. And you I'm know what, really talking. quickly, really quickly, what's the age gap between your character and the love interest? 20 years. 20 years. See, have, you ever, have you ever, has that age gap ever shown itself in your actual uh, I've, life? I have dated, I have dated younger men, uh, and um, the youngest man was 10 years younger. Ten years. Okay. Okay. So mm-hmm. not quite. Oh, that's not bad. Not quite a cougar. What's a smaller animal than a cougar? Let me just let me just say, Stephen, that um, <laughs> there is it 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 is impossible to okay. watch Queen Sugar uh-huh. and and refer to Violet as a cougar. Uh oh. What what it's impossible. <laughs> It's impossible. It. Yeah. What you what 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 viewers discover okay. is that when you meet someone that is your perfect vibe, nothing else matters. Mm. And 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 we actually I the takeaway for me in that, the lesson for me, we all know that this lifetime is short. So if right. you meet a person, a situation, an experience that is the right vibe for you in that right. moment, go for it. And I to agree. heck and to heck with people's ideas and boxes because you get one lifetime. And most people are so busy thinking about what other people are thinking or trying to stay in the lines that they have been conditioned to be in, that they mm. are not living and experiencing their lives. That's not buying Hollywood. Oh, that's real. You. No, it's so it's so that's funny. So I real. tell Danielle this all the time. When oh, Danielle shut was up. younger, when Danielle was younger, <laughs> she was one of the best gospel dancers. <laughs> Liturgical dance is what they call praise dancing is what they call it. And she got away from it, you know? And I don't know why she won't go back. Life is too short. You don't have enough time. Anyway, I apologize. The I apologize time, for bringing you You know what, there. Tina? The whole time you were talking about that, like the whole match situation before Stephen got crazy, I was yes. thinking, like, but what if God sent me a white man that was my perfect match? In my heart of hearts, that can't be my perfect match. My yeah, well, you would never find out because your color struck, and I tell you about I that. I am. Right. <laughs> I'm just doing that for black guys, right? But, it's but never you know, gonna, it's but, never gonna stop. But you, you, you know what, Danielle, and I, I can't help but sort of answer this seriously because uh, when I'm not in front of the camera, I am committed passionately to. Um, my my passion project, which is the Inner Fitness Project. And here's what I would like to say about 
that. Mm-hmm. I would I would encourage you and anyone listening to begin to I mean uh, uh, whatever your faith is whatever you believe in I really uh, believe at some point if it hasn't happened already that there will be science that backs up what I'm about to say. Okay. There is incredible mystical value in speaking out loud to your source of faith. I'm talking having a conversation just like the one we're having in this moment. And because when we actually speak out loud and we speak out loud uh, to um, uh, in the name of faith, meaning being faithful that something hears us, you know, Mm -hmm. believing that we matter enough that there is some part of the universe that is always listening to us. That and the fact that your own voice and your own emotions that your, your words, you know, uh, roll over, it all mm-hmm. supports us. So take a moment and ask out loud to the universe, what does it take for me to live my best life or my best relationship. And if you make that more the point, then you're going to meet the people and circumstances, and you will be given the guidance that helps you challenge your places, your stuck places. And I'm not saying that, that preferring black men is a stuck place. I'm saying lead with what you want rather than lead with an idea. Lead with the desire to be in a fulfilled and fulfilling relationship and ask your God, your universe, your power source, what must I do to see that and allow that to enter my life? Mm. Amen. Listen, are you speaking out of because... I feel like I need you as a life coach. Yeah, I just feel like I got right. Like everything. Like I feel really good right now. Right. Now, now, awesome. now, listen, listen. We can actually, um, you, you know, um, don't get me started because if I start talking about the inner fitness work, we'll be on the phone forever. But I will say this. <laughs> I, I, I will say this. You just said something really important. You just said I feel really good right now. And the reason you feel really good right now, there's science behind it. You, this conversation, that conversation that we were just in was accessing a part of your brain Mm -hmm. that is usually suppressed or, or oppressed by the part of our brain that is always in survival. Right, And so one of the things that we as people, I'm talking about all humanity, and particularly as African Americans who have the history that we have on top of all the challenges that come with being a human being, we must begin to know what we can and, and, and must strategically do throughout the day to uh, change the equation between the mind 
that is our source of power and hope and the mind that is operating out of habit and oppression. Mm. And that is on us to do and right. it's possible. Feeling better is an indicator that you have accessed that part of yourself. Wouldn't it be exciting to be able to access and strengthen that part to the point that the other part, which is still part of us, but wouldn't it be nice if it weren't as strong and overriding as it currently is? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow, okay. Uh, so we had a game. <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> but I just want to ask you life questions now. I just want to... I just want to sit on the phone and just chat. I want to talk about my problem. Right, about everything. Well, I will say, I know that you have things to do, and like Stephen said, we could talk forever, but we usually try to play a game to close out our interviews with with our folks, and we've been having such a great time with you, and we figured you would love to play a fun game with us, and you might have played it before. Okay, let's go for it. It's called Mary... Fuck or kill. <laughs> Brace yourself. <laughs> Brace yourself. So, have you played this before? I have not, no. Okay. Yay. Right. First time for everything. <laughs> Next time we'll play it with alcohol. So this time... <laughs> but but, but now I'll tell you, I'll tell you. I, I'm going to play the game, but okay. I will tell you up front that I don't know that I'm a great candidate for the game. And, and okay. I'll tell you very quickly why. Okay. okay. I, you want to hear why real quick? Absolutely. Yes, of course. Yes. First off, um, I'm not committed to marriage. I'm committed to love. Second off, um, kill. I just, I don't believe that there is ever, you know, a justifiable reason uh, for killing. And, gotcha. um, and, and what's the other one? Fuck? Well, we yes. can go there. <laughs> in your in your um in your way of, of believing and being, so I'm uh-huh. gonna make a change to love, fuck, uh-huh. or slap. Okay. <laughs> okay. A little, okay. A little less violent. That's workable, right? Okay. But that's in, it's okay. in your wheel. Okay. Okay. All right. So the first one is the Queen Sugar edition. So. For for love, fuck or slap, Omar Dorsey, Kofi Cerebo, and Dondre Whitfield. Do I have to do each one of them? Okay, so yes. right. So, Dondre, would use so, one so for each. I'm gonna I'm gonna start with Dondre. Yes. Because because Dondre and I have the relationship that you and Stephen have, right? Ah, so, gotcha. Okay. So I'm I'm slapping him all day long. All right. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I've taken slaps back from him. Okay, so we're slapping right, him. Exactly, He's off to the right. side. The, the, the next one, uh, uh, who was the middle one? Uh, Kofi Cerebo. Oh, my God. Um, uh, <laughs> oh, I know. Hello? Hello? Did we hang up? Did we lose someone? It sounds like we lost Tina. Ah.
Hello? I don't know what happened. Me neither. I was like, hello. (laughs) (laughs) And I think Stephen also got disconnected. I'm going to wait for him to pop back in. Sorry about that. We were we were just ending, so no worries on your on your time. Okay. Um, But we were on. We were in the middle of Kofi. Yeah. Yes. 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 Uh, Shall we wait for Stephen or? Yeah. Let me just see. He should take a second. No problem. Mm Mm-hmm. He should just take a second. I was like, wait, Tina, no. (laughs) (laughs) Not on the good part. Not on the good part. Not on the good part. (laughs) Well, while we wait for him, are you guys going to be at Essence Fest this year? Yes. Uh, I I don't don't have all of the uh, details, but uh, I do know that um, Queen Sugar will be there. Yay, I always have such a great time with you, so I was hoping that we would be able to to do another little sit-down. Okay, that would be fantastic. Um, And Danielle, you know, um, hold on, I'm just letting Sean know that she can call back in. I'm here. Oh, oh you're Sean? Oh, okay. <laughs> Muted and yes. laughing like crazy. <laughs> She's hilarious, Sean, by the way. Huh? You're, I, I was telling Sean, you're hilarious. Tina's hilarious. <laughs> I'm trying to be I'm trying to be uh, best friends with Tina by the end of this. <laughs> well, you know, uh you should definitely make sure that uh, you know, we hook up uh during Essence and maybe we can all have drinks or something like that. Oh, I would love that. I will I will make okay. sure of it. Okay. All right. Are you back on, Stephen? Yes, I'm here. Sorry about that. <laughs> he came in as we were making our drink plan. Stephen hates that oh, everybody always loves me. I think she makes these. I think Stephen does she make these plans behind your back? All the time. Yeah. (laughs) What? I just don't want him there. I don't get it. I'm like, oh, I had such a nice time. I don't know what happened. Yeah. Stephen, aren't you you curious as to how you were the only one that got dropped and nobody else got dropped? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) What? Nothing happened. Tina. (laughs) And I'm like, maybe else? Pretending. I don't know. What do you mean? <laughs> exactly. All right. Okay. Oh, yes. All right. So actually, all of that was um, the opportunity for me to try to scoot, skirt around, um, you know, Kofi. So. <laughs> all right. So we can look. We'll go. So, so I'm gonna. I'm starts off with the most intense. Go to like a fun one. I thought I thought this was good. No, so okay, you're gonna slap Dondre and then yes. what are we gonna do with Omar and Kofi? It's okay. Fine. Um, <laughs> not, okay. Not gonna uh, okay. So uh we're gonna we're going to fuck Kofi because he's just so fuckable. Yes, you know? honey. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> have great management of my lower self so uh, 
if I'm just in the game, there we go. All right. Now, with, with, with Omar, uh, I have to tell you, uh, and this, this, I have to give this caveat first. Omar has an amazing wife by the name yes. of Konisha. And he loves Konisha, and Konisha loves him, and they are lovely together. And I, I said to Omar when uh, at the end of our first uh, rehearsal with Ava, I said, I don't believe in messing with married men, but just know that <laughs> when the cameras roll, I am going to love you up one side and down the other. Yes, so, Tina. <laughs> so when it, when it comes to Omar, that is just one wonderful package. So I would fuck love him. <laughs> I 100% agree. I think he is excellent, an excellent human. <laughs> He's a great guy. And, and when you meet him, you can't help but, you know, you want to love him because he is lovable. And then he's got this thing that is like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, hey. Call it chocolatey. I tell, him, so I tell him, I tell him, never, ever use the Barry White voice. When we're right. when the camera's not rolling, just don't do it. You don't get to, <laughs> to use that voice with me when the Ever. camera's not rolling. <laughs> I know that's right. No, sir. You do that strong black man voice, please. <laughs> so we're just gonna do a couple more, and we'll let you get out of here. Um, okay. So the next one is a it's a a hunk of a category. So we uh-huh. have Idris Elba, Morris Chestnut. And Jesse Williams. Well, we're going to love Jesse for the man and the spirit and the heart that he is. Okay. The, his willingness to stand is, um, it, it, it ignites uh, love, you know, not the amorous love, but that, that love that is uh, actually more important than the amorous love. So I'm loving him for sure. Mm. Um, And Idris, you know, I mean, that's a young Kofi in terms of, I mean, Kofi is a young Idris in terms of look, you know, um, but I'm going to slap Idris, you know. him um uh in that agape love you know okay uh that that honors uh the man that he uh consistently is uh i have seen him walk uh in alignment with himself and i always uh appreciate that so um oh, agape good. loving him that's good walking in alignment mm-hmm. okay more mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so next we have a cat daddy edition. <laughs> These are a few older gentlemen in music. Smokey Robinson, Slap David him. Ruffin, and Slap Marvin Gaye. 
slap him. You're slapping everybody. <laughs> slap all, slap all three of them. <laughs> no, thank you to all three. You would love a a little bit. Well, I mean, come, come on, Marvin. You know damn well. Oh, <laughs> scratch the damn. You know doggone well that <laughs> Marvin was a piece of work for any woman he dealt with. He was. You know that. You know he that. Was. You know that there were a, a bunch of women crying their eyes out, not listening to his music, but listening to his stuff, you know, listening to what they had to go through uh, being his woman. So, yes, mm-hmm. he's going to get slapped. He's going he's gonna to get slapped because, you know, that thing, everywhere you go, there you are. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, he's not bringing his insanity into my life. We're going to slap him. Right. <laughs> That's good. So everybody gets a slap, especially Marvin Gaye. Yeah. yeah. So we have a white boy edition. Okay. Ryan, Ryan Gosling, Brad Pitt, and Bradley Cooper. <sighs> okay. Um, none of the categories that you've offered me fit for them. Um <laughs> <laughs> I need new no. categories, please. Okay. All right. So so here's um who are they again? Ryan Gosling, Brad Pitt, um, and Bradley Cooper. Okay. Um we're gonna uh okay, we're we'll slap Ryan Gosling. Will, will, <laughs> will, um, will love. I don't know that that Brad that Bradley Cooper, Bradley Cooper, Cooper Bradley. Which is yeah, Bradley I feel like Cooper. this is. I feel like this is the slap 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 edition. <laughs> well, no, 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 because he's got a little swag. There's some swag. Bradley Cooper got swag. Yeah, yeah, there's some swag there. So we're going to think about fucking. We'll think about fucking. Yeah, and uh, and Brad Pitt. Uh, we're going to love Brad Pitt. There's there's more to to Brad Pitt than meets the eye, is my guess. Uh, yeah, you know, as the producer that he is, um, and the the bold, the contentious way he has made some choices in his life. Right. Uh, I, I wouldn't mind getting to know him. So we're going to love him in a way that allows getting to know him. Look at you. So sweet. <laughs> <laughs> and the last one is actually Steven. So please, if you need to oh give a shout out to anybody, oh give it right. to Oh, my God. Oh my this is God. the one. Steven. This is the one. Steven. This is going to be your easiest one. I'm telling you right now. Okay. You know what, Steven? Danielle would want me to slap you. I'm not going to do it. I agree with that. I'm not going to slap you. Fair not, enough. Um, yeah. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. Um, do you have my um, three? Let, uh, do you have my three, Danielle? I do have your three. Are you ready? Okay, go. So we have Webster, Gary Coleman, and Rob Robert Geo. Oh, let's slap them all. 
And I love Robert. I love Robert. Robert I is a wonderful. That was what I was just thinking. I was like, she's going to know Robert E.O. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to slap all of them. You know what I mean? All right. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Oh, my God. It's been a pleasure speaking with you. You have no idea. You are, like, easily. If this acting thing doesn't work out, uh-huh. Uh, which I know you've been, you've got like what, 20, 30 years in Kind of, sort of, kind of, sort of. Uh-huh. <laughs> you got like motivational speaking. Like, there's so like, many things Google. that you can do. Life right. coaching, Tina's, Tina's life coaching. I'm here for no, it. Right. We want you to life coach us. So yeah. please teach yeah. me how like, to live an, as uh, an adult. Well, we've only had yeah. a few people. We've only had a few people on the show that we don't consider family of the show, uh, <laughs> um, and you're not one. We'd like to consider you family. Of you the are show. definitely family so here. Oh I, God, I, 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 I accept. I accept because uh, you all have been enjoyable, and oh. that's just that's one of the things that I love about our culture. It's really easy for us, you know, yeah. to fall in love with one another because. Yeah. We, you know, this is my family. The the way in which right. we have kibitz is the way in which I kibitz with my family. So mm-hmm. um, I thank you all for being so easy to talk to, and um, and I I am totally aware, you know, as a uh, I call myself an inner fitness trainer, which to me is a little different from a life coach, but um, it's it's in the same ballpark. And I'm gonna say, Stephen, to you that mm-hmm. whether it was from um, shyness or uh, embarrassment, you quickly moved away from my actually choosing what I would do. I said I wouldn't slap you, but you changed the subject when it oh, came hey, to oh, that. Oh, hey, wait, wait, I, I would do. And I just want you to know I'm aware of that, and now we're done. <laughs> wait a second, no, hold on. I just want you to know you stepped Love in. Me back. You stepped in. You stepped in and in stepping in you oh. have you have lost the ability to know what my answer would have been. Oh. <laughs> Danielle, hang up. We've got we got some stuff to talk about. <laughs> I love you. I will tell you this. I would love you. That's just hands down. I would love you. There'd be no slap in there. Well, long story. Wait a minute. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thank you so much for coming on. Seriously. Thank you. It it, it was a pleasure, you all. It was awesome. We love you very much, and we're very excited about season two of Queen Sugar. Well, I am. June, June 20th and 21st. June twentieth and twenty first is a two night premiere. Stephen, I'm gonna just ask of you: if you <laughs> don't watch it, if you if you choose not to watch it, it's okay. But if you okay. do watch it, you must uh-huh. start from the beginning. Okay. Yeah. And you may stop watching it if it doesn't hold you. But I'm gonna ask that you watch the first three episodes and start okay. from the beginning. Yeah. All right. I'm on Definitely. it. I'm on it. Okay, let's awesome. do that. All right. Well, All right. Thank you so thank you much, so Ms. Tina. I will see uh, you in New Orleans, and we can talk about Stephen then. 
Okay, fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you again. You guys, thank you so much. I also don't think she knows that you wear a foot locket of Shaq around your neck. Listen, not everything is for everybody. So you can't uh, expose just everything off top. I don't think she also knows that I wear a toupee. But. In the style of Donald Trump, but with black hair, with kinky, with so, kinky curls. I hate you so much. Anyway, oh you know what? Happy birthday, Jerry Curl. Wow, wait. 40 years, man. 40 years. 40 whole years you've been around. Stephen, how, when did you finally get rid of yours? I, two years 78, ago? 78, 70, 79. That sounds about... Right. <laughs> Whenever Hennessy became popular in the black community. That's when you put down your activator. <laughs> yeah, I lost my Jerry Curl. Put down your activator, pick up your Hennessy bottles, black people. Exactly. It's about to be a, a long ride. But, yeah, so we I only said that because we have a really cool piece on the site this week around the anniversary of Jerry Curl's 40 whole smooth activator field years. So make sure you check that out. As, as well as, like, all the other good shit that we have on the route, because we work very hard. Um, Steven, even though I don't like to admit it, you you really do work hard, and you have a lot of cool stuff on the site this this week. Hey, anything right. you want to Anything you want to shout out that you think people should read up on? Uh, they should definitely read up on all of this Comey-Trump nonsense. Um, super interesting stuff, and we'll have to wait to see how this all unfolds. Yeah, maybe by the time the podcast comes out this week, there will be some developments within that case. Right, um, hopefully Trump is just, impeached. That's what I'm yeah, listen, for. But we'll see. trust and believe Stephen will be on top of it on the route. So, like, if if in case there is something new that happens with this trial, just make sure that you stay tuned to the route so that right. you can see those updates. Just stay tuned to the route in general because we have so many amazing things happening and coming this month. Um, It's Black Music Month, so we're doing a lot of celebrations. We're doing some live performance shows. We have one with Rotimi from Power um, happening on June 19th in our um, office. It's going to be awesome. So stay tuned for that. And uh, make sure that you guys are subscribing, liking us, sharing this podcast with your friends and them. Because you don't want us to blow up and, like, be the haters and become this really big deal. And then you feel like you can't say, I knew them when. So, like, you want to be that person. Like, you knew us when we were unique. Yeah, but the funny thing is we're going to act brand new either way. So there's that. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, there's a good chance that we're going to ignore you and act like we're way too important. But that's how it goes. That's how it goes. Like, please, please take this picture of us while we're laughing. I want to be that out of touch with the world where I'm like (laughs) Jay-Z. Take this exactly. picture while we're laughing. <laughs> that person. You're going to have that That's laugh. the guy that I want to be. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can't. <laughs> that sounds That's my rich laughter. Normal and regular. Yep. That's because I'm wealthy. Right. Anyways. Okay. You're open. <laughs> you guys, listen. We love you, but we hate each other. There you go. Nothing's ever going to change go. about that. God bless Stay you, tuned folks. for next week. We have a really big announcement next week. I'm very excited. That's right. Are you excited? Uh, yeah, kind of. That's Maybe. so bad. Anyways, I tried to tease it. You guys have an amazing rest of your week slash weekend. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>
Let's get them.